Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's podcast with me, Gail, from Sober Bliss. How are you? If you're listening to this as it is released, if it's brand new and you're listening to it now, then we're well over halfway into January, coming towards the end of January, actually. And if you're doing a dry January, you will have noticed some brilliant changes already. I'm pretty sure of that. You might be feeling the benefits kicking in and you might be feeling great. Or maybe you're struggling a little bit as you come towards the end and you need a bit of a boost. Because what I don't want you to do is get to the end and then have a drink. Honestly, the dry January, sore October, all of those kind of month-long challenges are really best when you use them as a, a springboard, I suppose, to your sober journey. If you use it as a place to start, you know, don't think of it as having a break, having a month off, and then you can just crack on as normal. That's really not the point. So if you're thinking like that, I really hope that you might think again. And this podcast is going to help you wherever you are on your journey. And it's more of a coaching podcast today, I would say, than me just rambling on as I normally do. Um, so before you listen any further then, maybe press pause Go and make yourself a cup of tea, get your journal if you want, or a notepad and paper and pen, because I'm going to be asking you some questions, and I really want to help you today, um, and I really want you to take some time over the answers to the questions that I'm going to be asking you, and I'm going to be helping you to change your thinking today, so that you can change your drinking. We're going to be working on mindset and our thoughts which as you know play such a huge part in this sober journey and the podcast today has been inspired actually by some of the conversations that I've been having with one-to-one clients lately just the other day one of my clients in a session told me You know, we're talking about a fabulous lunch that she had with a friend and how she really enjoyed the food, the company. And she said it was just so amazing. I had a really nice time. There were no thoughts of alcohol at all. And we've just been working together for about a month. So already you can see how much she's changed. And then she said, when I got home and arranged to go out on a date for the next day, Suddenly, all of these thoughts came up, thinking about how I've never been on a date before and and not had a drink. Thoughts that, you know, she would be nervous, self-conscious, she wouldn't be able to relax. It would be weird, she wouldn't feel confident. And maybe she would just have one to see her through. And then she went on to say how much it surprised her that the thoughts suddenly popped up and took over and actually made her feel anxious, even though they were just thoughts. She said, I recognize the anxiety coming from those thoughts. And then she said she did the breathing exercise that we'd done together the previous session and managed to 
you know, calm herself down and look at the thoughts from, you know, a bit more of a, an objective point of view. And then another friend was telling me um, about a recent experience she had and how, on reflection, she realised that much of our experiences and expectations are shaped by our thoughts. And she said, you know, as I continue to embrace this alcohol-free lifestyle, I'm confirming to myself over and over through positive thinking, through mantras, through affirmations, through just doing things that this is a better way to live, way better. So you can see already just from those two examples just how powerful our thoughts are and how much they can influence our sober journey. You know, not just our sober journey, our life in general really, but let's just stick to sobriety for today. So yeah, our thoughts can influence so much. Our feelings, our emotions, our experiences, our beliefs. And as the topic of the podcast today suggests, I want to help you to change your thinking so that you can change your drinking or at least change the way you feel about sobriety and help you to move in a more positive direction to help you feel better about the whole thing because that's what I'm all about you know quitting drinking can just be such an amazing positive powerful uplifting experience and a lot of that stems from what we think about it and you do have the power to do that you do have the power to change everything from within so today hopefully I'm going to help you to see how your thoughts have possibly been affecting your behavior and your emotions and how we can then use this information to help us so you know that your mind is is powerful you know this and perhaps up until this point in terms of sobriety maybe it's been working against you maybe it's been keeping you stuck maybe it's been preventing you from you know going beyond 100 days going beyond 30 days maybe it's stopped you from even starting the journey filling you with self-doubt and fear and uncertainty Perhaps it's making you choose the easy way out, you know, when it gets a bit challenging, when it gets difficult. Um, you know what it's like when a thought about drinking pops up and you allow that thought to take over. You know, it can turn into a really powerful craving or it can turn into, you know, massive self-doubt and, and fear. Similarly, when you remember a brilliant experience that you've had or something great or something funny and you start to feel good about that thing you know a memory an experience a joke whatever it might be you physically feel better you smile you might even laugh and your energy is is elevated so two thoughts one positive one negative can have such massive difference on how we feel emotionally and also a physical effect. Remember the anxiety that 
started to happen for my client. Um, so today I want to help you to use your mind in a more positive way, in a more powerful way to perhaps take back a bit of control and to see how your thoughts may have been, you know, making sobriety not sound that great. We're going to try and get your heart and your head aligned and change your mindset so that you can quit drinking and not just quit drinking but feel good about it. I want you to feel free and happy, proud and strong and inspired by the sober journey that you're on. So first of all, I think it's important to remember that your thoughts, no matter how powerful they are, they're just thoughts. You know, a thought can't make you physically do anything. They come and they go. And yeah, I get it. They can be really strong. They can seem to take over. Um, Thoughts have shaped our beliefs. They influence our behavior, our experiences and our emotions. However... When it comes down to it, a thought is just a thought. And we can change them. We can let them go. We can question them. We can take them apart and lay them out and unravel them. We can just ignore them all together. You are in control. And maybe you've noticed already how your thoughts have shaped your experiences on this sober journey. You know, they can't step in and, and sabotage our efforts to stop drinking. I'm no stranger to allowing negative thoughts to put me off beginning my journey. You know, oh, I'll start tomorrow or um, it's going to be too hard because the kids are off school or it's Christmas or I've got the summer holidays coming up or I've got that big job and I'm just not going to be able to do it. So... Our thoughts, you know, there's no truth necessarily. have automatically made me believe that now's not the right time to stop drinking. You know, they can make the challenges, the difficulties just seem too much. Um, and all the negative um, points of not drinking will come to the forefront of our, our minds. And we can literally think ourselves out of stopping drinking or carrying on. Because the problem with thoughts, they're not necessarily bad on their own. But with us repeatedly listening to them again and again, you know, if you listen to negative thoughts or scary thoughts, then that's when they start to take hold, they start to become embedded they start to become beliefs and it's when thoughts turn into limiting beliefs about something that we get stuck we can't move on and that's when the pattern of you know stopping starting the cycle just continues on and on because we haven't found a way past this particular belief that's keeping us where we are it makes sense you know if you always tell yourself or rather if you always listen to the thought that pops up and says sober's boring it's dull it's difficult um you're going to lose all your friends you're not going to have fun 
then eventually that thought will become a belief. And that's what you're going to believe about sobriety, whether it's actually true or not. And that's when, you know, a thought turns into an ingrained belief and that's when it becomes difficult to push through, to move past. And it's probably the common thought, belief that you've had. You know, booze, drinking is fun. It's the I can't socialize without alcohol thought or belief. It's the thought that you need alcohol to relax, to have fun, to go on a date, to meet up with the other mums from school, to have Christmas, to go on holiday. You know, it's a thought that we need alcohol to do all of those things. And it's simply because these thoughts have been in our head for so long, as I said, they turn into beliefs. They come from repeatedly thinking these things to ourselves and behavior, you know, doing the thing over and over again from seeing other people behaving and thinking that way. So, of course, it's going to be difficult to imagine an alternative. And that is where a thought can keep you stuck. However, as you and I both know, and I know you know this, there is an alternative. People all over the world, myself included, everybody that I work with, have been able to change our thoughts, change our beliefs, and let go of it and move on and have amazing, happy, wonderful, successful, inspiring, joyful, alcohol-free lives. And not one of us, you know, myself included, thought that it was possible before we did it. So I get you, I understand. Thoughts can be really powerful. So are you. You're even more powerful than your thoughts. Which means that even though you've been listening and believing those thoughts up until now, uh, even though the media tells us that sober is boring, alcohol is great, <laughs> our drinking buddies, all the marketing, even though they tell us that sobriety is hard, drinking is great, it doesn't necessarily mean that this is the absolute gospel truth, because it's not. Now, it might feel like the truth, if that's what you've been allowing into your head and heart over and over again, but that doesn't make it the truth. And it might be somebody else's truth, but that doesn't make it your truth. So how do we start to live a different truth? How do we begin to separate ourselves from the thoughts and not let them control our actions? How can we begin to have more positive thoughts and therefore more positive beliefs about sobriety and an alcohol-free lifestyle? Well, this is the exciting part of the podcast, the exciting part of the journey, and this is the coaching bit. And I know you will have heard what I'm about to say numerous times before, but I want you to not just listen here, I want you to do the exercises that I'm going to share with you. And this will show you, you know, the power of coaching, self-coaching, 
if you like, if you allow yourself the time and the space to really get into it and question what you've always thought to be true. And this is a little taster, I suppose, of what it's like to work with me one-on-one. This is how I teach. This is how I guide you and help you and support you. So I hope you're sitting comfortably because we're going to begin now. And I want to ask you, just what are your thoughts about quitting drinking, about not drinking, about sobriety? And the first exercise is to write them all down. So you might want to pause this for a bit after I finished um, asking the question. So write down everything that pops into your head when you think about um, quitting drinking, when you think about sobriety, when you think about your life without alcohol in it. And it doesn't matter how, you know, ridiculous, silly, um, or challenging even your thoughts are. Um, It doesn't matter how much you believe them at the moment to be true or otherwise. But I do want you to be honest and transparent with yourself. I want you to be completely open here. You know, there's no point in hiding because you're just hiding from yourself. I can't see what you've written. Only you can. So if you, you know, tell a little lie or fib, then it's just yourself you're lying to. And there will be a mix of thoughts that come into your head. Some will be positive, some will be negative. And it doesn't matter where those thoughts come from. That's something that we can work on over time. But the idea here is just to get everything out so then we can look at them and work out, you know, how those thoughts have been affecting our emotion um, and our behavior. And hopefully we're going to turn some of the negatives into positive thoughts. Because you will have, as I said, a mix of negative and positive thoughts. There will be some good thoughts that pop up about not drinking. Of course there will be. Otherwise, you know, why would you want to do it? (laughs) But it is the negative thoughts that tend to take over and keep us stuck and keep dragging us back down. You know what it's like. You could be having an amazing day and then a negative thought will pop up when things get maybe tricky or we're challenged or we're triggered and we begin to say unkind things to ourselves and then we begin to believe those things and that's when a negative thought can really influence our behaviour. Okay, so just spend a bit of time and get all of the thoughts down on paper And you can pause this while you do so. Okay, so now that you've got all of those thoughts written down, um, just have a read through them and then go through them one by one. And I want you to ask really honest questions. And this is where the honesty and the openness and the transparency comes in. So ask yourself, is this thought that I've written down, is it really... 100% absolutely true. And then once you've got your answer, ask yourself again, are you sure? 
And where's the evidence to support that? For example, if you've written down a thought that pops up quite often is just one won't hurt. Ask yourself, really? Is that 100% absolutely true? And then once you've got your answer, you know, ask again, are you sure? Will it just be one drink? Is that 100% true? Will it just be one and that's it? Will I just have one glass and then never ever drink again after that? Are you sure? Where's the evidence? And then, you know, you look at what's happened before. Um, have you had that thought that's led you to having a drink? And was it just one or was it more? What really happened? Is it likely to happen again? Do I really want to put myself through it again? You know, just keep asking yourself, are you sure? Where's the evidence? And you should begin to break that thought apart, you know, see it for what it is. Um, and if you like, if it makes it easier to separate yourself from the thought, then you can imagine that the wine witch has said that to you. You know what I mean? So it's not you. Your thoughts are definitely not you. But it can feel like that sometimes. So, you know, break it apart. Dismantle the thought. You know, really look at it. Break it down. Take away the power. Another example might be that you think, oh, life is just so boring when I'm not drinking. Really? Are you sure? Is that 100% true? Explain yourself to me. Why is that? What makes you think that life is boring without alcohol? Is that 100% the truth? Why? Are you sure? Where's the evidence? Show me why this thought is, you know, 100% true for me. And hopefully, especially with that one, you will begin to see that actually, no, the thought is just a thought. It's not the truth because I have had and do have fun without alcohol. In fact, drinking has got to be the most boring activity in the world. And show me the evidence for that. Okay, you get the idea. Um, so do this for a few of your most powerful, most recurring, most paralyzing thoughts that you have that have been keeping you stuck. And once you've kind of unpicked them and questioned them and really looked at them, you know, with a microscope almost, I would imagine that they will begin to feel less threatening and maybe even a little bit ridiculous. Um, which is fine, you know, don't judge yourself for having these thoughts. Because while these are your thoughts, um, they're not you. So you can think what you like about your thoughts, if you know what I mean. Separate yourself. You are not your thoughts, okay? Uh, so hopefully, you're feeling a little bit better about that. Because it is, it's not you, you know, it's probably the addictive part of your brain. That's been telling you these things. 
Um, and I want you to feel a little bit empowered by that because it shows you just how much control that you can have um, over your thoughts. So you hopefully you you know you've got more positive thoughts about your thoughts now. <laughs> um, and I want you to think about how you can begin to bring more positivity to your thoughts about not drinking, your thoughts about an alcohol-free lifestyle. For example, um, you know, the thought, again, that pops up about um, just one drink won't hurt, okay? Um, we've looked at it already and we've seen that actually it's not true. So what happens if I make, uh, if I come at this from a positive point of view, say I don't believe that one drink won't hurt, um, you know, I don't want to drink actually. And what happens if I don't drink? What happens if I go against this thought? How will I feel then? And this is the bit where you really focus on the benefits, really focus on the positives of not drinking. It's like playing the movie forward in your mind. We've talked about this before. It's a brilliant technique to be a craving, but it can also show you a positive future, if you like. Um, so you just want to go into as much detail as you can. You know, if I don't give in to this thought, that one won't hurt, how much better is the rest of the evening going to go? You know, how much present am I going to feel? What about the great conversation? How am I going to feel in the morning? You know, go all the way to the end and just disprove the thought, if you like, as much as possible and really tap into the feelings that come up when you disprove your own thought. So how does that feel? I would imagine that feels pretty good. And do that for the other thoughts that have popped up. You know, it's one thing to discount them, to dismantle them. But if you can go a step further and disprove your own thought by doing the opposite, you know, in your imagination, then that is something really empowering and uplifting. So take your time with it. You know, you might want to come back to this podcast a couple of times and, you know, do the exercises slowly and take it one thought at a time if you have to. But I'm really hoping that by doing the exercises that you can see for yourself that really thoughts are just that. They are just thoughts and you can choose which ones to focus on and which ones to let go. You can choose the ones that you want to listen to. You can choose the ones that support your decision. You can choose the ones that inspire you and lift you up and you can let the other ones go. Okay, so whenever a negative thought pops up for you, uh, I don't want you to just take it for granted. I don't think you'll be able to do that now anyway. Um, I want you to question it, to, pu 
pull it apart as we just did. I want you to be aware now of just how powerful you are, just how much you're not going to let your thoughts take over and make you do something that you really don't want to do. You are in control and you can therefore ignore, override, um, you know, yeah, just ignore, override your thought or you can turn it into something positive. You really can change your thinking in order to change your drinking. So these um, are really powerful techniques that you can use in the moment. But I want to just go on to help you think more positively in general about an alcohol-free lifestyle. Because there are so many things that you can do day to day. Maybe it's part of your morning routine, your evening routine, you know, whatever it might be. To help ground you in the thought, in the belief, in the feeling that living alcohol free is just the best thing that you could ever do. So look at the benefits focus on the positives of not drinking not just in the moment not just when a thought pops up but as often as you can and i'll be honest it's not an easy thing to do because as humans we are actually programmed to focus on the negatives (laughs) we're programmed to think of the worst case scenario i think it's a survival thing because if you're prepared for the worst then you know, chances are you'll come out of it unscathed. So it's natural to be drawn to the dark side, if you like, which is why we have to make a bit of an effort to be positive about what it is that we're doing, especially when things get difficult. Sometimes we have to force ourselves to look for the benefits. Um... But it really works and it is really helpful. And at the end of the day, you know, would you rather be thinking doom and gloom all the time or would you rather be, you know, positive and and uplifted? I know where I'd rather be. (laughs) So some of the things that you can do in the day to day to reinforce your positive thinking around sobriety is to treat yourself very simply. And I say it a lot. I say it all the time. Find ways, reasons, excuses to treat yourself as often as you can. To help yourself feel good as often as you can. Um, You know, this is more uh, showing yourself that not drinking is actually amazing. It is such a treat to, to not drink. And all of that positive reinforcement is just more evidence that you are actually doing an amazing thing. So what do I mean by treat yourself? You know, well, obviously we're not going to treat ourselves on chocolate every day. But just, I don't know, relax, let go, dance to your favorite song in the morning. You know, put the music on, light a candle, put some incense on, do nice things for yourself. Wear your fancy pyjamas. Wear the best shirt for work. You know, don't save things for a special occasion. 
eat the nourishing healthy food and enjoy it in fact eat you know don't starve yourself don't um, not eat because you're too busy it's time to slow down and look after yourself and really begin to put yourself first that's what I mean by treating yourself you know go to bed early wake up late take the kids off somewhere special for the afternoon go for a walk on the beach you know you get the idea do things that make you feel good just because and then you're going to start to associate not drinking with feeling good we're going to rewire our brain when we do this you know we're not just changing our thinking we're changing everything um, what else can you do? Exercise, obviously, you know, that's a great mood enhancer. It's a great way to shift stuck energy. It's a great way to lift yourself up. And again, it's just another positive reinforcement that not drinking is good. Because if you've been drinking, then you're not going to go for the run or the yoga class or, you know, the hit workout but when you do that, you always feel amazing afterwards. So again, that's just another reinforcement that not drinking feels amazing. Meditate. Oh, how I love meditation. I'm doing a meditation course at the moment. And honestly, just five or ten minutes a day has got so many magical benefits. Not least calming the body relieving stress calming the mind helping us to release any negativity and anxiety and anger if you do kind of mindfulness guided meditations as well then you can take yourself off you know into whole different worlds and that feels really good so not only is it more evidence more reinforcement that not drinking is good you're also again reprogramming your mind and calming everything down staying in the moment that's also a really good thing you can do as often as you can because happiness true happiness exists in the right now and the more often you can really tune in and be in the now the better you're going to feel you know often our our negative thoughts are either obsessing about the past that we can't change or worrying about a future event, you know, the whys, the what have you, the ifs and the buts and the might haves, all of that which can make you feel stressed and anxious. And it may or may not happen. There's nothing you can do about it. But by coming back to the present, you calm your nervous system. You calm down your overactive thinking brain. So focus on the little things. Open your senses. You know, enjoy the tea that you're drinking. Really look at the view outside of your window. Breathe in and breathe out. And just notice how good that feels. Because now is really all that matters. And if you're not drinking right now, then you're winning. And that feels pretty amazing. 
And finally, if you want to, you can choose an empowering affirmation to help keep the negativity at bay. You know, if you notice a negative thought popping up, then you say your positive affirmation because you can't have two conflicting thoughts or emotions in at the same time. You can't be grateful and angry at the same time. Try it if you don't believe me. <laughs> so it might just be a question of, you know, I'm going to say this positive thing over and over and over again until it starts to feel the truth and the negative thoughts just give up because they're not allowed in you know um it doesn't really matter what the affirmation is as you know my affirmation was I'm not drinking no matter what and that felt really good and that really helped me not be sucked into all the negativity that you know it did pop up it wasn't all sunshine and roses the minute I decided not to drink I did have to deal with negative thoughts and feelings and all the rest of it but that affirmation was sometimes just enough to to pause and to stop the negative thought in its tracks because remember it's not the thought itself that's bad you know we're not all Pollyannas we do have negative thoughts from time to time and that's okay it's human nature as I said and um oh what did I hear the other day oh yeah I was listening to somebody on an audiobook talking about thoughts and she said trying to stop your brain thinking thoughts is like trying to tell your heart to stop beating wow I was just blown away when I heard that and it's so true we can't stop ourselves from thinking we can't you know tell ourselves to stop thinking it's impossible but what we can do is accept that these thoughts will come up recognize them for what they are they're just thoughts and then we can choose what to do with them we can believe them we can let them go we can override them with something more empowering you know or we can just ignore them whatever feels right to you remembering all the time that we have chosen to be on this journey it is a decision that we've made it is something deep down that we want to do so why not make it positive why not make it enjoyable why not make it you know the lovely empowering uplifting thing that it is because you can do that you are in control as I said this is your choice this is your life and while they might be your thoughts they're not you and you do have the power to change them and choose the ones that support you and guide you so I think I leave it there um, the ball's in your court now what are you going to do with those thoughts when they pop up as you begin to work towards more empowering and, and positive thoughts and beliefs I hope so so if that's inspired you if you have more questions if you 
do need more support, then I just want to remind you that I am here to help you if you want more personalized, intimate, confidential, and highly transformational coaching, then book a call and let's talk about one-to-one coaching. Um, I've got a couple of spaces left starting in February. So if you want one of those spaces, then book a call and let's chat. In the next episode, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about thoughts, um, specifically around our own negative self-talk and that inner chatter, which is something that I know you struggle with too. Um, So let me know how you get on with today's exercises. Let me know what's helped. And remember, if you need more support, I am here. All you have to do is get in touch and all of the links to do so will be in the show notes. Have a wonderful day and I'll speak to you soon.